The Love Food Podcast is brought to you in partnership with my PCOS and Food Peace course. Finally, free yourself from endless PCOS fatigue, frustration, shame, and guilt. For PCOS sufferers who are tired of ineffective diets and unhelpful advice, join me on a PCOS and Food Peace journey that will change your life forever. Grab all the details at PCOSandFoodPeace.com. Starting on Valentine's Day until the end of the month, grab 30% off using the coupon code LOVE2021 at checkout. Again, get 30% off using the coupon code LOVE2021 starting Valentine's Day through the month of February. Get all the details at PCOSandFoodPeace.com. Say goodbye to the food police and hello to peace. Welcome to the Love Food Podcast, hosted by dietitian and food behavior expert, Julie Duffy Dillon. This authentically engineered series is in the form of a love letter, welcoming you to reconnect with food. Now pour a cup of coffee or a margarita and let's begin. Welcome to episode 235 of the Love Food Podcast. I'm Julie Duffy Dillon, registered dietitian and partner on your food peace journey. I am so glad you're here. Thank you for connecting today. Have you ever wondered if something like intuitive eating is right for you? Have you ever wondered if it would work for you? I have a letter today from someone who is wondering just that. This letter writer experiences polycystic ovarian syndrome, also known as PCOS, and is wondering if it is even possible. You know, this is a chronic condition that has lots of different experiences like fatigue and weight gain that can lead many people to think, I just can't do intuitive eating work with PCOS. And I have a lot to say. You probably are not surprised, but I do have some strong opinions about this, and I hope it's helpful for you no matter what you're living with, no matter what you're experiencing. And if you're just curious about, can I move forward on this food peace journey using intuitive eating frameworks? Well, I do have a lot to say, but before we get to all of that in today's letter, a quick word from our sponsor. This episode of the Love Food Podcast is brought to you by my PCOS and Food Peace course. If you have been diagnosed with PCOS, I know that you've been told you have to diet in order to manage the condition. And I don't want PCOS to be associated with that four-letter word anymore. I know you've experienced these really intense carb cravings. You're always tired and pressured to eat less and move more. It's such a shit show what they expect you to do. There is another way. My PCOS and Food Peace course was created just for you. After working with thousands of people with PCOS, I have put together a food peace framework just for people with PCOS to feel more at home in their body and also manage the symptoms in the way that you want without 
diets. Yes, there is a way. This course includes 12 self-paced video modules. What does that mean? Well, you get access to this course right away, every single module. You can do it at your pace and you have lifetime access to the course. That is something that's really important to me because we know that diet culture, although we're working really hard to dismantle it, remove it, it's not going anywhere right now. So I want you to be able to use these modules whenever you need them. The course also includes a workbook, lots of handouts, things to help you along your journey. And my favorite, we have live monthly group coaching calls. I'm also going to be increasing the amount of group coaching calls. And there's also going to be a private PCOS and Food Peace podcast as a part of the course now too. So Grab all the details at PCOSandfoodpeace.com. Don't forget, starting on Valentine's Day, that's February February 14th in the United States, until the end of February, you can get 30% off the course. What you do is just use the code LOVE2021 at checkout. So again, it's 30% off using the coupon code LOVE2021 at checkout. Dear food, for probably my entire life, I have used you as a scapegoat to avoid my divided and toxic family life, my fear of relationships and men, and the excuse as to why I can't keep the weight off. After my brother passed unexpectedly this year, and after mindless eating to numb the pain of his absence, I seeked out some help from a therapist. I am still in therapy, and I was able to unblock myself with the numbness. This is where you came in food. I was no longer using you as a source of comfort anymore. Alongside this journey, I decided to read the Intuitive Eating book. I read it slowly and realized even more that you don't really bring me that source of comfort anymore or really the satisfaction. In fact, I had to face so much without you in just a matter of three months. I had to face the reality that my brother is no longer here, that I used you to numb myself to the point where I didn't know what I was feeling, and that I fed myself the wrong foods to keep myself fat so men would leave me alone. I say this because when I have been at a lighter weight, I did not feel comfortable at all with the attention. I felt vulnerable in my new body. Fat is all I've ever known. I was a wallflower and invisible to men. Once I wasn't, I was back at the binging and the weight crept up, although on a conscious level, I was so upset about this. I know all this sounds crazy, but I had such a huge insight in such a short amount of time. I began to take care of myself, but I'm really struggling with something. PCOS. I really want to build a strong and healthy relationship with my body. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. My body is completely out of balance because I feel it at the cellular level. Because I had gained almost X amount of weight from the loss of my brother, my PCOS symptoms came back. I don't weigh myself anymore, but I do want to lose some weight so I can get off the medication and re-stabilize my hormones. 
I just feel like all the information out there about nutrition and PCOS is so contradictory. I don't know where to start. I find myself getting into diet mentality and I fight myself mentally constantly, especially lately. I don't feel at peace and this concerns me. I have stopped exercising because of this mental stress too. I ask you, food, what am I really supposed to do? Am I supposed to be okay with the fact that maybe my PCOS is always going to wreak havoc on my health? Am I supposed to be okay with being large and constantly fighting to stabilize my hormones? I'm only 26 and I'm so fatigued. I really don't care what the scale says anymore. What I want to know is, what exactly am I supposed to do? I honor my hunger, but I notice some days I barely eat. I logically do not think this is okay because I have PCOS. I don't know if I can trust my body fully because of the PCOS. Instead of going around in circles, does intuitive eating really work for PCOS? Are carbs really what is making my hormones insane and gain a few extra pounds? I just feel so lost. I want to get out of this. I want to heal my body and my soul. I want to heal my PCOS naturally, and I want to be okay with you, food. I just hate how healing PCOS equates to weight loss. I think this may be the issue. I just feel like I'm always going to lose when it comes to PCOS. Sincerely, Lost Sister. Hey there, letter writer. Thank you so much for your note. And thank you for describing all the things you've been through. We really want to handle it with care. And I'm so sorry for your loss of your brother. I appreciate what you were saying about the food grief and the moments of connection that you're experiencing that food helped you survive that grief. If you're new to the Love Food Podcast, I just dove in really deep into emotional eating in the last episode, episode 234, in case you want to check it out. And for you, letter writer, what I'm noticing, you're experiencing something that a lot of other people have told me that they've experienced too. And I tell you that in hopes that it brings you some comfort. That realization that food helped you grieve and helped you get through all these hard times, helped numb you out, for a lot of people like extinguishes it, food's power to do that anymore, which can provide a lot of clarity and help you really see things and sort through them. But it also can feel raw and just really, really, really hard and brings up a lot of grief because for so many people, then food just doesn't have the ability to help cope because of that kind of like recognition and awareness and that is really, really hard. So I hope you're having, or you're, we're experiencing other ways to help feel the soothing, the numbing, the checking out. I hope you're experiencing that in some other ways. And I look forward to sorting through the next part of your letter too. You bring up PCOS and I heard your question, like, what are you supposed to do? Can intuitive eating actually work with PCOS? And I really want to dive into that now. Three different things come up for me reading through your letter. And the first is about the disease or the condition rather of PCOS. This syndrome is something that doesn't have a cure. 
I don't care what people say on Instagram. I don't care what promises are made by taking certain supplements or eliminating a certain food. PCOS is a chronic condition. What does that mean for you? Well, that means that it's not going to go away. And it is something to basically just acknowledge that no matter what you did, even if you did whatever is, quote, perfect, even though that that doesn't even exist, but even if you did exactly the formulation that would change everything on how you're experiencing PCOS, it wouldn't make it go away. It is chronic. And I... Every time I talk about this um, on places or in places rather like Instagram, I get a lot of people who are pissed off at me because they say I'm being hopeless. But in reality, it's just reality. And um, I think that having the truth is more important than having a softer approach that's full of lies and gimmicks. Because what I hear from your letter is because you haven't been able to do things like lose weight in the way that you're hoping that you feel like that's the reason why it hasn't gotten better. But the reality is you're not doing anything wrong. It is a chronic condition. And just like any other chronic condition, they get worse over time. So again, even if you did exactly what you were supposed to do, if that actually was defined, because there is no perfect exact thing, it still would be there and it would still get worse because that's how chronic conditions um, are experienced in the body. I do think this is why, though, diet culture is such a problem in PCOS care because diet culture has a way that makes it seem like it is going to fix everything and help you be really happy, and help you have lots of sex. It's going to be the thing to make it all better. Just follow these rules. So simple. Even more, I think diet culture insinuates that we're lacking intellect if we can't just follow these simple rules and make weight go down. Part of the PCOS experience for so many people is that kind of seduction that if you just follow these simple rules, it'll make it all better. And if the rules don't work for you, it's your fault. When in reality, none of them work. We know that without a doubt for most people that any diet recommendation for PCOS is not going to work long-term. And by work, I mean maintaining the weight loss and improving health and be sustainable for the majority of the people that use this, use that tool. There aren't any None. And don't believe the hype is basically what I want to say to you. Whenever you feel yourself getting seduced by diet culture and kind of fantasizing about what life could be like if you could just keep the weight off, I hope you call that out as part of the seduction from diet culture. It's not you, it's them, 100%. Along those same lines brings me to point number two. What we know about PCOS and what we don't know, well, (laughs) there's a lot of misconceptions. A lot of people think that if they lose weight, it'll make the PCOS go away. And we've already established that, nope, that's not what happens. And this is why. We know that PCOS is something that's passed down through families. 
if you look at your family tree, if you have access to your biological family tree, you may notice that there are many people in there that have a similar kind of lived experience as you. They may look like you, and they may also have diabetes or struggle with fertility, or why didn't my aunt ever have kids? She always seemed to be so into helping children. That really makes me pause. You know, there's some connections you may be able to make looking at your family tree and that, huh, yeah, there's probably someone else in my family who has it, even if they didn't know it. So if we know that PCOS is passed down through families, then we know that weight didn't cause it. You didn't cause your symptoms. You didn't cause your hormonal imbalances. You didn't cause these cravings or cause the fatigue or cause the infertility or cause all the extra hair or acne. It's not your fault. PCOS is not your fault. And so if it's not your fault, then there's no magic wand that you can wave or super willpower infused kind of strategy to make it go away. I want you to know that you are not failing when you gain weight. You are not failing when you feel out of control from food. You are not a failure when you've gained weight. I hope you can really connect with that as a new truth. Your worth has nothing to do with how your weight changes. Absolutely nothing. All right, let's get to point number three. Are you ready? You asked, does intuitive eating work with PCOS? I have a lot of opinions on this. You probably already know that. (laughs) But before we get to my opinions, I want you to define the word work. How do you define work? What does work mean for you? If Defining intuitive eating working means weight loss? Well, that's not something that can be guaranteed. It's also not what intuitive eating is meant to be about anyway. Intuitive eating is a healing framework, much like how my food piece framework is centering healing and permission, intuitive eating does as well. And if it's about weight loss, well, it's not intuitive eating framework. If defining intuitive eating Working for you means feeling more at home in your body, feeling calmer around food, not feeling as preoccupied with food, feeling more at ease with food. Well, yes, I do think intuitive eating can work for PCOS. I 100% think it can work for PCOS. And it also may look different at the same time. In your letter, I read that you're hoping to live with PCOS in a more natural way. And while I can appreciate someone not wanting to be on medication, I don't like being on medication either. And yet I still am. (laughs) And, you know, the medication I appreciate is something that is vilified in our society. It's considered a weakness or lazy or just not a thing that we should aim and strive to do. Again, PCOS is a chronic condition. It is something that always gets worse. And someone who doesn't live with a chronic condition, well, 
I think they should keep their opinions about medication to themselves because having a chronic condition and living with chronic fatigue and really heavy, painful periods with all the things that PCOS brings, that is something that is like a daily experience that affects every cell in your body. So when I see intuitive eating working for people, what I notice is they find a place where they're okay with taking the medication and or supplements that help their body feel that the way they want it to feel. And that may include better cycles. It may be better mood, more energy, and really working on normalizing medication and making peace that they just need it. And that's okay. It doesn't make you worth any less. It doesn't make you lazy. It doesn't make you any less of a person to need or want to use medication. And honestly, I think that's part of the difference for PCOS compared to people without PCOS doing intuitive eating work is needing medication and or supplements. The reason why I say this is because for most people with PCOS, They have high circulating insulin levels. I read between 75 and 95% of people with PCOS have these high circulating insulin levels. And that makes the, the fatigue, the cravings just so intense. And helping your body to lower that is something that medication and or supplements can do. And it just like makes your body feel like everybody else doing intuitive eating work. Just takes the edge off so then you can make the... I don't know, just gather the tools that you need on your food peace journey. So I hope there's a way that you can make peace with medication. The other side of that too, in order for intuitive eating to work for PCOS, and I guess what I really am trying to say is the way that intuitive eating can look different with people for P- with people with PCOS is that you may need more time to heal from dieting and restrict- restrictions. So people who are recovering from diet culture or recovering from an eating disorder, moving toward intuitive eating work, you know, there's a lot of people that try to like figure out timelines and it's so hard to nail down a timeline. But once a person's eating enough food and they don't have PCOS, but they're eating enough food, it usually would take about a year for someone to feel like they really were able to practice a lot of intuitive eating skills. That is a super average. So a lot of people fall outside of that in either direction. But, you know, it takes time. And what I find for people with PCOS who are recovering from diet culture and or um, an eating disorder is it takes longer than that. I think your body really suffers more from dieting and restriction, whether it's from Uh, a diet or from an eating disorder, I think it affects your body more than people without PCOS. So it's going to take more time. So if you just really came to appreciate intuitive eating in the last year, something that I would encourage you to do is to stick with it. Let your body heal. It's going to take a couple years to heal from the like assault, the, uh, the violence from the restriction from diet culture. And then lastly, the part that's different with intuitive eating and PCOS is that you will probably need more self-care. You probably will need more rest and more boundaries with that rest. 
you may need nine hours of sleep every night. Like that's the average that I end up hearing that people need with PCOS is nine hours and having boundaries to make sure that happens. And even with that kind of rest every night, also having moments during the day to just be, to look out the window, take some breaths and relax. Whenever you can rest, whenever you can do that, that is something that will help your body to be able to do the intuitive eating work. So yes, letter writer, yes, I do think intuitive eating works with PCOS and it looks different and that's okay. All right. So I see that food has written back, but before we get to food's letter, this episode of a love food podcast was brought to you by my PCOS and food peace course. If you are interested, check out all the details at PCOSandFoodPeace.com. Don't forget that starting on Valentine's Day, that's February 14th in the United States through the end of February, that you can get 30% off the course using the coupon code LOVE2021 at checkout. Get all the details at PCOSandFoodPeace.com. If you enjoyed this episode of a love food podcast, I would love it if you left a rating, a review, subscribed or shared an episode. Doing any of those acts of kindness really helps the show grow and I appreciate it in advance. All right, until next time, take care. Dear lost sister, we wish you weren't led to believe that you were doing it wrong. We wish weight was so not tangled up into your idea of health, progress, and worth. PCOS has made our relationship with food complicated. Diet culture has fucked it up. Let's stop blaming each other and instead blame diet culture's lies and gimmicks. Your food peace journey will look different with PCOS. Give yourself time to heal and to rest whenever you can. Even though the journey may take longer and be steeper at times, you still belong here. Love, food. Thank you for listening. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, and this is a Love Food Podcast. Do you want access to more food peace? Jump on over to my website and join my email list. There, I share exclusive content that I don't share anywhere else. Get access to these tips and strategies by going to juliedillonrd.com forward slash sign up. And I look forward to seeing you here next week for another episode of the Love Food Podcast. Take care. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Easter is just around the corner, and what better way to celebrate the spring season than with a Miki Couture blanket? 
Whether you're gathering with family for an Easter egg hunt or just enjoying a quiet day at home, Minky blankets are the perfect addition to your Easter festivities. Made with ultra-soft and luxurious materials, these blankets will keep you cozy and comfortable, while their stylish designs will add a touch of spring to your day. And with a wide range of colors and patterns to choose from, there's a Minky blanket for everyone. So this Easter, make your day even brighter with a Minky Couture blanket. Head to MinkyCouture.com now and find your perfect blanket just in time for Easter. Happy Easter from Minky Couture.